Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy to welcome back our return guest for this week. She is a fitness entrepreneur, a yoga instructor. She does corporate gigs. She does one-on-one training. She does group classes. And she's an awesome follow on Instagram, Amber underscore Reed, one, two, three. You can find her online as well. Reed.fit, Amber Reed. Welcome back to BG Dunks 2018. Thank you. It's good to be back. So excited to have you because I think a lot about the phrase we discussed. I don't know if we stole it last time or you came up with it or what, but I think about it a lot is what is your sacrifice? Yes, choose your sacrifice. Choose your sacrifice, which I've been thinking a lot about over these last 10 months while I try to dunk. Explain what that means. So that actually uh, comes from a book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fudge. That's the radio edit version of it, Fudge. Um, But they talk about just sacrificing, like what sacrifice are you willing to live with? Like what pain are you willing to live with to basically like gain what you want. So that is just choosing your sacrifice. So for example, for you, like you were just talking earlier about how leg day is every day for you and you have to choose your sacrifice when you really don't feel like training your legs. Like, okay, you can sacrifice missing a leg day, but you might sacrifice like that's an extra training day that you are one day less. Right. Ready Mm -hmm. for this dunk. I got to say that Probably my biggest sacrifice, and this is kind of embarrassing, has been booze yeah. over the last year. I mean, I really have cut way back to the point where I keep thinking if I lose this $1,000 bet, if I can't dunk, then I've probably saved more than $1,000 in booze. Yeah, that right? is so true. I mean, I go so to a true. baseball game and I'll drop a C note, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, and that's for like three beers $10 just for one beer yeah Yeah. so that's been um the big sacrifice I choose you work out professionally for a living essentially what is your sacrifice that you seem to give up a lot my sacrifice is like besides sleep yeah sleep for sure you know when I first started training I like you know you hear all those podcasts about go 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 like no sleep like while you're Hustle, sleeping, grind. everybody, yeah, People but, love grinding. Yeah, they love it, but you have to have balance with right. it, and you have to like, do you burn out now or do you burn out later? Whenever you've reached that big break, so I do try to make sure that I do get a somewhat decent amount of sleep, at least one night a week. <laughs> right. Um, sleep is something I'm not willing to sacrifice a ton, but I will still go down to like five hours of sleep if I have to like six hours, but I make sure I'm not doing that consistently. My biggest sacrifice is probably just personal social time. Like I just, and I'm okay with that though, because like my whole, like I'll have that later after I'm done building like my empire, my platform, all of that. I'll have it later. It'll be okay. Um, you've seen her on uh, Fox 4 TV, and I love uh, what you do on Instagram. 
Um, so I wanted to ask you because you do one-on-one trainings and you do group classes and it's a weird thing because I know from experience as a guy that wasn't in very good shape, I was pretty sedentary 10 months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the 10 years before that outside of chasing kids around, I wasn't exercising much. Right. Uh, I went on a stretch where I did 99 days of yoga in a row. Yes. I remember we talked about that. You missed that one day to make an idiot. Go to finish it out. Um, But so I guess my question here is like, what do you think is an easy sacrifice that people can do to get that ball rolling? Because for some reason it seems overwhelming because it's such a big goal. I'm going to get in shape. Yes, right. But it's also, it's a huge goal, but it's also fairly ambiguous Mm -hmm. unless you set like a specific weight loss goal. Right. But if you're like, I'm just going to be in shape, there's Mm -hmm. no real goal. It's not tangible. It's not measurable. Right. 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 Yeah. So what, but if somebody's like, I'm going to get in shape, what's the sacrifice that you think Maybe there's the most benefit or seems to be the most, um, it seems to be easiest for people to sacrifice. I think that there's no easy sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice is hard. That's why, that's why that right, it's sacrifice. Right. Like that's what it is. It's something you don't want to do. You don't want to give up. Right. Um, so there's no easy sacrifice, but I think it all comes down to just your, your mental game, like yeah. your mentality, which I actually just talked on Fox four this week about meditation. Oh yeah. There are so many, I was doing a little bit of extra research for it just for the new segment itself. It is incredible the benefits you have from just meditation. And most people think like you're going to ohm it out and sit and have like your mantras. It's not that. It's literally just taking time for yourself to be in a quiet space to allow your brain to do what it wants to do in your mind. So the sacrifice is really it comes from mental first because you're in that position for a reason and you want to get out of it for a reason. And that usually comes down to your mental. So like if you want to get in shape, most likely you're not in shape because mentally you're not sacrificing what you're choosing to eat, what you're choosing to do with your time. It's usually whatever you're spending the most of is what you need to spend maybe half that time doing and putting that somewhere else. It's an interesting thing because especially with meditation, which I really would like to do. And I know I should, I just don't. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Just like exercising. Yeah. I want to, I know there are benefits, but for some reason yeah. I can't push myself to meditate and yeah. I don't know why, because it, it's because you don't know, like you don't have a reason to push you there. Like, right. Why, why do I need, you don't see the benefit right now. You don't feel the benefit. It's kind of like, just like you said earlier, like 10 months ago, you didn't have any idea like what you felt like compared to now that you've right. been working out consistently for 10 months. Right. If you would have known the way you feel now, you would have done it 10 years ago. 100%. So it's really just about like we're in this world where it's constant, like what am I getting out of it? Right. And I need that reward immediately because we're pushed to go, go, go. Everything's instant. But And so you probably don't with ben- with meditation realize the benefit until you're past the point of, Right. You would go, oh, wait, this is amazing. I've been doing it for 10 months. Exactly. And I got it from yoga because, you know, it's everybody's favorite yoga postures. Shavasana. Shavasana, Yeah. yeah. Whenever you lay at the end for three minutes, that's meditation right Right. there. Yeah. My wife who taught yoga and she's into yoga, she said yoga is 
an introduction, yes. uh, the pathway to meditation. Yes, Because yes. you focus on whatever your positions you're doing for an hour, and it's a lot of physical. And then at the end, you're almost so wiped out that you can't help but meditate. Yes, and it, it literally it helps you figure out how to meditate. It's so hard to just have... Right. Like middle just of the go, day. I'm yeah. going to go sit down yeah. and listen to my breath for five minutes. Yes. But so I've read like the other thing about meditation is there's so many. It's so um, flexible or malleable to who you are and what you'd like to be and what you want meditation to do. Because I read um, who is the guy that started Run DMC? Russell Simmons. He has mm. a meditation book and it's called um, Success Through Stillness. And yeah. his thing is. Just sit for 20 minutes. Yeah. He's like, 20 minutes, just sit and do it every day on the regular. But for me, that that's that was a tough way to go. So yeah. then I started looking, and some people are like, do it for two minutes. Two. I tell people 10 breaths. Right. Oh, interesting. 10 breaths. Just sit there. So I want okay. just practice real quick. Sit okay. up tall. This is going to be... And I, whoever's listening okay. to this, yes. if you're in We're the car, a, if you're at work, whatever, wherever you're at right now, you can okay. do this. 10 breaths. So Let's don't do even this. worry about the 10 breaths. So okay. your goal right now for those 10 breaths, we'll just do two breaths. But your goal is to have your exhale be as long as your inhale. Okay. So when you inhale, you'll I'll give you a countdown. So okay. inhale through your nose for four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth for four, three, two, one. Just like that again. Breathe in for four, three, two, one. Breathe out for four, three, two, one. Man. 10 times. So that actually like if you breathe, so four seconds, that's yeah. eight seconds per yeah. breath. You're 10 times. 10 times. That's Less a minute. Yeah, yeah. So all, the whole time, and this is why meditation, I've struggled with it. Cause the whole time I'm like, man, I wonder what my breath smells like. <laughs> I wonder what this microphone is going to smell like. I'm like, yeah. I think I have boogers in my nose when yeah. I breathe in. But, but once you get you to, do. yeah. And once you get to that 10th breath, it, that goes away. And yeah. I like to tell people too, like, use your breath as like your imagination, your imagery that you're creating for yourself. So like during my classes, I'll say something as long as breathe in strength, love, courage, oh. exhale, let go of doubt, clutter. So you say those list. words kind of like a yeah. mantra, you pick out four mm -hmm. on either side. Yeah. Or just two oh. or three. Yeah. So just recognize that as your eyes are shut down, when you're breathing something in, Breathe in what that is that you want to bring into your life. And then as you're breathing out, see what's not serving you. Leave as you're exhaling. That's so funny because I've used this with my kids sometimes. You know how kids are. They struggle to get to sleep sometimes. Oh, so yeah. I said, all right, here's what you do. You breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, count to 10. And whenever you think of something besides your breath, start over. And so that's like my trick to get them yeah. to sleep because then they have to start over and it's really tough to do. Right. <laughs> and I don't think they do it, but that yeah, was my I'm just picturing your youngest one. <laughs> she is the coolest little kid ever. She, she needs her own show. She's uh, she doesn't stop dancing. Oh my she gosh. Really she's an entertainer. Yeah. She's uh, she's amazing. Well, it's my middle child who lately has been talking about um, the thoughts in her head and not being wow. able to slow them down and okay. how they're going. That's constantly. so sad. Right? I know. That's so sad. And that's, it. that comes back to like our world. Like we're told to like, go, 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 right. go. The first three to five minutes of my yoga class is literally what I just did with you. Oh, nice. Just getting people to clear their mind, forget about the traffic jam they had to get to come yeah. in there, their to-do list, what they're not doing in that moment. Instead of, 
exercising. Right. Because we're like, that's how we're trained. We're not focused on what's in the present moment. We're constantly right. thinking about what am I going to do next? I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. I just got another certification. Wow. And as I'm getting that certification, I'm like, okay, what's the next one I'm going to get? And I'm just like, no, like right. sit here, do this. Yeah. Like, cause you miss so much. Well, the one thing it, it kind of alarmed me when my six-year-old said was asking about her thoughts and, uh -huh. and, but it also, I thought was good news because we all do it. You're not alone. Yeah. And now let's take that and try to, you know, and I was yes. trying to dig in and, and what thoughts are you talking about? Because yeah. it is weird. I might've been 30 when I came to the realization that, you know, my mind is running wild. Right. And, and there's like, who is my mind talking to Yeah. when I say, Oh, good. The lights are on in this kitchen. Right. Who's saying, who's listening? Like, who's your yeah. audience in your head? It's a weird thing. So I really think, and that's why I go back to meditation being malleable for people because kids, it's great for kids. Yes. And you see study after study that says schools that are doing it are really seeing benefits. Oh my gosh. And they're doing it for, I've, I'm sure everybody sees it all over Facebook. There's this certain things, you know, where you see certain articles yeah. that always pop up. There's one about like for detention rather yeah, than yeah, like. Yeah copying the dictionary they're meditating yeah. or doing yoga or well you're probably like seeing different stuff on facebook than i am oh yeah but, <laughs> based I mean, off what you like it like changes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get what you're saying yeah you know i've uh, done the uh sensory deprivation tank yes which is essentially forced meditation kind mm, of yeah because you just have to sit there and eventually eventually your mind's gonna quit thinking craziness yeah you, because there's nothing else to focus on the yeah. waters your body temperature so you can't feel it it's um like uh, whatever it is a thousand pounds or several hundred pounds of salt water so you're buoyant there's no sound there's no light nothing sounds so, so amazing it's in it's so scary for like the first, it's like an hour, hour and a half. It's wow. so scary for like the first 15 minutes, first 20 minutes. How do you know, fight. how do you keep track of time in there? You don't. <laughs> and so eventually, you're, I mean, but I think I might've fallen asleep, but yeah. eventually your mind quits going like, where's my phone and what lights are on mm -hmm. and what did I do today and what went wrong? And eventually you get to, man, I was so weird in junior high. Yeah. And then you just keep going, right? <laughs> And then you're like, oh, yeah. why did I screw that up? And then eventually your mind's like, well, I guess there's nothing to do here. I Let's guess I might as well relax. Yeah. You should try. I'd, but it's, yeah. but instead of like working my way there through meditation, I just instantly, like that was the first time I, I went way overboard. Yeah. But it, you should try it. I, it's yeah. amazing. Do you have any tools that you use? Now, with the to, the technique you just showed was amazing. Yeah. But I know there are apps out there. Yeah. Uh, some people like guided meditations. Yeah. I think do, guided meditation is like? really awesome for beginners yeah. because they really don't know what they're doing and they feel like a weirdo. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's so funny that people feel that way whenever most of the time you're meditating by yourself and you still feel weird. Yes. Like nobody's around. Right. right <laughs> nobody's right. around. Right. But uh, you have to get through that like, yeah. okay, okay, now I'm itchy and why does yes. my ankle itch? Okay, what did I just hear? Did somebody yes. open a door? It just right. you go through all mm -hmm. of this and you have to just like, okay, let it go by. Right. And then go back to because when you say focus on nothing, you focus on everything. Right. You focus on everything. And that's because right. I think meditation, it's trending. It's not necessarily trending, but it's a necessity. It's just yeah. in a trending manner right now. Right, right. And it's because we are we're moving too much. We're yeah. not taking that time. Yeah. So whenever we're forced what, to sit, yes. we're we're forced to sit and face things that we're pushing away 
because we're not making time for. So well, that's where all that comes. Society gets further and further away as uh, an ecosystem, if you will, from that state of meditation. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It gets like the more stuff everybody has on our plate and the more connectivity and the more access we have to everything and the so much going on the further we are because yeah. i got to imagine like look 200 years ago amber when you're riding across the plains on a on an ox or whatever is covered you 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 would meditate because there wouldn't be the tv on all the yeah. time like my wife she doesn't listen to this so it doesn't matter <laughs> she walks around with real housewives on her phone and mm. she'll fall asleep with it on yeah. her phone and it bothers me because it just because I can't quite hear it but I can hear me 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 and the music's like dun 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 yeah. it's just constant yeah. and I'm like yo quit with that because yeah. it's negativity right and I'm like just shut it down we are constantly being influenced right 99.9% of our day right I try really really hard I've kind of gotten out of this habit and I can notice a difference with just like where my mind is and my clarity that I have um, as soon as I wake up, rather than scrolling through Instagram, like I'll try to read my devotion. Like I have a daily devotion app okay. that I read. Oh, nice. Um, but really just spending that first hour in silence, not wow. looking at anything that can influence me. And like I said, I've been guilty of not doing that as yeah. much lately. Cause like today I was up at four forty, and I'm not going to wake up an hour early for that. But, right. um, just like, but the way that I sacrifice that because I can't, I don't have time for an hour. I'm not going to choose to wake up an hour early to do that at right, three o'clock in the right. morning. So I'll drive in silence to where right. I'm going if it's that early in the morning and everybody's like, Oh, it's silence. Well, like we need that. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. it because whatever we're looking at or focused on, we're being influenced by it, whether we're taking it and receiving it or not. Like there's right. something that our brain is having to either receive or fight off. Right. So there's no break. Right. There's no break. And yeah. like, I love that, that drive time in silence. Cause it gives me time to think about those thoughts that you don't have time to think about during the day right. to where once I do want to sit and meditate for three to five minutes or whatever the time is that I choose, those thoughts are a lot easier to push away. Yeah. And really just let my brain and my mind go where it wants to go. But I think the other thing people think too is like when you meditate, you have to have a clear mind and like it's oh, it's so normal for you to have things pop in your head, like recognize them, absorb them, chew on them a little bit and then exhale them away. Let me ask you this. What has been your, I don't know how else to ask this. What has been your most enlightened moment? If you will, like, yeah. what is that? Because it's not going to happen. Right. Rarely, maybe. I don't, what do I know? Yeah. I don't do it enough. But I, the thread seems to be, you don't sit down, meditate, meditate your first time and you're enlightened. Right. right. It takes right. work. People go on month long silent retreats. Right. But what has been your most, uh, again, for lack of a better term, what has been your most enlightened moment, whether it was a feeling or mm -hmm. what biggest benefit have you received, do you think? I would say my biggest benefit is not reacting. Interesting. To like anything, like any any decision that's thrown my way, any any person. I mean, I deal with people for a living. Yeah. All sorts of people. Yeah. And um, my I think my biggest enlightening moment was actually one time where I was having a conversation with somebody 
and it was like one of those like debated like yeah. heated things and it was literally where I they actually called me out on it they were like you're just you're just sitting there like I see you taking deep breaths and letting it out and like I want to know what you're thinking and what you're saying and I re- that was the moment where I realized how much yoga was starting to pay off and how much meditating was paying off to where my body was naturally taking those cleansing breaths in and out to keep me from reacting. Yeah. How long did it take or how long had you been meditating? Six months. Well, See? that was six months after. Yeah. So I had been yeah. doing yoga for six months. Okay. And that was, it was somebody that I had been around a lot and then wasn't around. And then yeah, we it got an Caught intense up. moment and you yeah. were able to and they were like so they were used to seeing pre yogified yoga. amber <laughs> meditated amber <laughs> to amber that had been doing yoga consistently that was probably my biggest aha moment where they were like i can physically see you like taking that breath that's awesome. in and out and so yeah that was the enlightening moment is just my reaction so what um i have an app called 10 percent happier Okay. Do you have any other tools that you want to share when it comes I, to meditation? Honestly, I use Spotify. Okay. And my Spotify username, people can actually follow me on that because I have so many playlists. Um, it's a.read, R-E-E-D, 22, the number. Okay. A.read, 22. And I have, it's actually my very first one. It's number one, Core Restore. Okay. And then there's... Another one that I love called Calm Meditation on Spotify. Okay. And I will just play that music. I'll light an incense. Um, I always get my incense from Sprouts. Okay. Because that's where I shop for <laughs> yeah. groceries. Um, I know. I'll literally, and I find, I can't tell you the exact names of them, but they say like calming, relaxing, uplifting, transforming. There's all different incense smells now, for that. Do you think... Let me ask you this. Part of <laughs> part of people's hesitation is it seems too hippy dippy. Yeah. When you start talking uh-huh. about Oh yeah, I get right? called hippie all the time. Yeah. All the time. I mean, but it doesn't have to be that. Right. It doesn't right? Right. It doesn't. Like there's it's the same as you burning a candle. Right. Like right. how many people burn candles in their right. house right. or let essential oils go? Right. Like right. it's just it's it's hippie because it's connecting you back to like your root, your right, source, right, like right. what we're supposed to be doing. What a hippie. And there, I know. And there's always <laughs> no. extremes. I think the biggest thing is I, I've talked about this on my social media a lot. Um, you, did you see that video of me falling on my face? in Colorado. I see a lot of people fall on their face on yeah. Instagram. I don't remember. Yeah. So there, I did this workout in Colorado and I tried something different than I hadn't tried. The second I picked up the kettlebells, I was like, you've never done this, but I'm just like, okay, we'll try it out. I totally ate it. But <laughs> I mean, I recovered really well, but in the point to that was just like, don't judge yourself. I think the biggest thing is we judge sure. ourselves so much because we're looking at the outside world right. when so it's the same thing with the hippie, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be hippie. Nobody has to know. I mean, I'm a, right, I'm right, in the profession right, to where right. I have no problem sharing right. it, but nobody has to know that you do that well, so at all. You talking about Instagram, though, is an interesting one because you are focused on mindfulness, right? Meditation, health, let's, um, you know, an hour of silence, but also 
Instagram and the connectivity is a big part of your lifestyle yes. too, right? Because it, it gets a little oh weird goodness, when somebody, it's, so big. it's like the anti-capitalists yes. with their iPads and iPhones, mm-hmm. right? So Do you ever feel yeah. like you're caught up between two worlds? Oh my gosh, every day. Okay. Every day. Uh, I always, I have the biggest love hate. If it weren't for my business, I wouldn't even have social media to yeah. be honest with yeah. you. Um, I, and I, for me, another sacrifice I choose because my mental clarity is 10 times more important than anything else. Like there's times where I won't spend a lot of time on Instagram as much time as I should growing my following right? because I want my mental clarity more than I want to have more followers and more business. Because yeah. if I don't have that and I have all the followers and all the business from it, I'm not going to be myself because I'm not getting that break. I'm constantly yeah. looking at what everybody else is doing because I'm constantly on Instagram mm. and that you lose yourself. Well, you lose and yourself. it all goes back to balance. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I have a huge love hate with social media. I yeah. love the marketing aspect of it. I love the creativity that I get to add behind it, but I hate the time that it spends and how much you have to literally like try to keep up with the Jones. One hundred percent. Okay, let, let me let me talk about this dunk bet. Yes, uh, I am so you're. I just have to say, like, if anybody they need to go back and listen to our original podcast because your mental transformation is incredible it's been a good journey it's been interesting and i said this once uh maybe even the last podcast or, or on instagram i said you know doing something that seems physically impossible has been something amazing to try even if it, even if i don't get there mm-hmm. to do something that's right at the tip of impossible it may not be impossible. It may be. I don't know. Because I talked to Andrea Hootie. She's the strength coach for yes, Caymans. Yep. Right? And she essentially said, I just may be too old. Mm. Right? It may not be a workout thing. I just may be too old. So yeah. October 2nd, I made a bet with somebody I work with that I could dunk a bo- basketball inside a year, $1,000 to pay it off. I don't know if you heard, but she said if I didn't want to pay her a thousand bucks, I could get my nipples pierced. Oh, I did not hear that part. I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to pass on that. I'll tell you that right now. It's going to be a thousand bucks if I can't do it. But let me ask you this because you do work with a lot of people just starting to work out. You do these group classes and they seem very um, welcoming. And it Mm -hmm. seems often I see you and I think it's cool because you're doing a class, maybe in a non-traditional place with what doesn't look like what typical gym goers would look like. And I love that. Right. And it seems to be kind of your thread. Yeah. Thank Um, you. So when somebody's going into starting to work out or something like that, how do you suggest we set goals? Because again, we go back to, we don't want to look at specifically pounds. Right. Because that's not always the right answer because right. muscle weighs more and that sort of stuff. Right. But how do you have somebody uh, seriously, rationally, and realistically set physical goals? That's a really good question. Okay, good. It changes with every person. Right. Um, And I think like the beauty behind what I do is that... They usually are coming in because they want something measurable, like losing 10 pounds. Right. They, it's something aesthetically pleasing that they want. Yes. And then I am very big about it's a lifestyle. You're, it took you 10 years to feel this way and say, mm. I'm going to commit. It's going to take you. It's not going to happen in 30 days, right. period. It's not. Right. Um, and the biggest thing is just commitment. I tell them 
I tell every single client, if you're committed, I'm committed. I will be as committed as you are because I can't want it more than they do. And whenever they realize that it's a commitment, then that helps set them up with realistic goals. Now, the biggest thing is obviously like depending on what their goal is, I'm going to give them my professional advice as far as like you need some more time or not. But I'm a really uh, big believer in like within parameters, of course, Uh, like whatever you put your mind to, you can accomplish. So the way I set them up is kind of starting small. Like it's it's little changes first over time. You don't want to like, okay, perfect example. I have a client right now. She wants to do a 10K. Okay. And she runs about 30 minutes, three times a week. And she's not really measuring her miles or anything like that. She just started weightlifting for the first time. So I told her, keep doing your three times a week of 30 minutes of your jog. And we're going to add these weights in for two weeks. We're not going to change your running time at all because I don't want your body to go into too much shock. We want to gradually make this change. So that right there... She's already doing three times a week of cardio, and now we're adding in weight training. I'm That's something new already that we're adding in. So after about two weeks of that being consistent, then I'm going to start playing around with her running time right. and her mileage time. But during her weight training, I'm going to also add a little bit of things in there that's going to help her with that 30-minute run that she's doing every week. Let's- so it's just – it's really – it's starting small with little changes that are going to get you to where you want. Like you can have a big goal, but let's look at the plan and starting small. We're not going to jump. Like you were telling me you're doing 30 reps of 24 box jumps. You weren't doing that 10 months ago. No. At all. If they would have told you that, you would have been like, uh, (laughs) my legs would have fallen off. Yeah. 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 And you don't. Yeah. And they've said that. Like I couldn't have started out where I am now because I would have been, I just wasn't, physically ready for that and like mentally too if somebody if you were told to jump on a 24 inch box right 10 months ago yeah you've been like what so it's it all comes back to your mental mindset well okay so two things with the 10k it's interesting i love that because she has a goal and it's just run a 10k right yeah just run a 10k there's doesn't care about her time right she just wants to do it, and then after that, then she wants to focus on her time right, and stuff right. like that. Get that first one done. Yeah. The other thing I like about that, and my bet is days and times. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to commit to three days a week. Yes, three days a week. This is not a question. I'm going to do that. Then there's not really physical goals, right? That's yes. not a weight thing. It's not a whatever. It's just I'm going to do three times twenty minutes a week. Mm-hmm. See where that goes for a month. And then move on or whatever, yes. you know, whatever you're, and I ask this because I was talking to my buddy Ryan and we were talking, let's see who can run the faster mile. Yeah. I have no idea. Like I have no idea what I could run right now. And I have no idea what is phys- like, because certainly Amber, I'm not going to be able to run a four minute mile right. physically, no matter how much I train. Right. That's I Olympic time. Yes. But you know that. Yes. You know your limitations. Yes. But you also know, like, you're, you have an idea, like, you'll figure out your base just by going out Run and doing once. it. Yeah. You just have to do it. Like, I have another client, like, you, everybody goes through ways where you're just like, oh, I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, okay, well, how, what are you doing action wise to change that? Yeah. 
Like, what are you doing action-wise? So for you, like, you know you're not going to do a four-minute mile. That's not realistically. But that's because you're connected with your body. Right. Mentally, you're connected with your body. But I have no idea what time I could do. But you have to take action by the initial just running a mile. Right. And see where you are. So let's say I do it in 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. So And then in a year, how fast could I run a mile? But the one factor that is age, right? And genetics. Mm -hmm. Like, there's... yeah. In my peak, best absolute training and full commitment, I could only run whatever it would be. Yeah. And actually, we're talking about trying to break a six-minute mile. I have no idea if that's doable. Right. I don't know if dunking is really doable. I don't know if it'll be doable October 2nd. Yeah. And certainly, I'll always look back and go, man, I could have worked out 10 more times. Yeah. And that's going to be the bummer. Yeah. And I so I don't know what to do. So I think something like that where you're like, you don't have to know all the time. Right. You don't have to right. know. It's just, are you doing something every day to make yourself better? Right. Are you doing something to to get better at that? Right. And then once you reach that, like, you know once you're there. It's kind of like when people talk about, like, when they're falling in love and they're yeah. engaged and all that. When you know, you know, you can't really explain it right. when you're with that right person. Right. Like, you can. You have certain things mm-hmm. and people see it. They see it. They're like, right. yes. That's the couple. That is who I look up to. Like they have it together. Like it's the same thing with your body. Nobody can talk about or measure. Like right, right, yeah. It's an unknowable. Absolutely, because you're not putting in those variables. Yeah, and it it makes you perform so much better because you're not always putting an expectation on yourself. We're always putting expectations on ourselves to help ourselves grow, but sometimes we need to just be, just mm-hmm. do it. And then like you just connect with yourself so much better. I always say, um, your biggest failures become your biggest success. Yeah. No, I, you know what? That's so true. I was actually thinking, and this sounds like a poster, a junior high girl would have on her wall <laughs> with like a kitten and it says, you know, reach for the stars because even if you don't hit them, you'll still land on the moon or whatever. Yeah. So I know it's so corny. It's it embarrassing. I should light some incense and we'll just <laughs> focus on that. It's so weird. Light some but, incense. but like, no matter what, October 2nd comes and goes. Yes. I will still, as if I don't do it, it'll be obviously I'll be disappointed. But the benefits in so many different ways, will have been amazing. Yes. Right? I'll never, after that, October 3rd, I won't be able to wake up and go, you know what? I never really tried to dunk a basketball in my life. I can go, I tried, man. I should have tried sooner. I Mm -hmm. maybe could have tried a little bit harder, but... You grew from it. And oh my God. And I, I really, if you guys are listening to this, please go listen to that other podcast. Cause you will hear Brady. I specifically remember telling really? you, you were like, I'm ready to give up. Like, what yeah. did I do? Like, this is terrible. I'm going to be such a fool in front of everybody. <laughs> if I, I Yes. That? You yeah. were so like, I like, what I'm not going to do this. Yes. And I remember yeah. I was like, but look where you are already yeah. and look where you're like, literally you're saying it yourself. Yeah, like you see it, you funny. feel it. I so do. that's kind of like, um, people that think mistakes that happen, like, Oh, if this wouldn't have happened, da, 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 da. well, if that wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't have discovered what you were supposed to do. I, you know, or, the other thing I'm starting to think about now, my bigger concern, and maybe this is where the running bet came from. It's not an official bet yet. We were just talking about it, but <laughs> I'm really already sad about October 3rd 
win this goal. Because yes, what do you have to work right. towards? That's exactly that. Like you just put a bow on top of my present about the expectation thing I said. Because we put so many expectations on ourselves that once we meet it, like athletes, yeah, especially very successful athletes, or you look at professional athletes that get in so much trouble, right? Or they just like they get caught up after they retire. They don't know what to do. Right. Like they literally spend. I remember I was a college athlete and. I was a college athlete for two years. That third year, that very first season, I wasn't getting ready for two-a-days, mm. and I was working some eight-to-five job. Yeah. I was so sad because I was like, what am I doing? Right. What am I working towards right. now? So that's where it's okay to eliminate the expectations and just do something to make yourself better every right. day. It's going to be like the thing is the $1,000, the dunking was my motivation, I hope, I wake up October 3rd and go, you know what? I still want to work out. Yeah. I still want to, you know, because I do feel so many benefits. I, you know, and, and the other thing I might still do is if I can't dunk October 2nd, I might give myself another three months, Yeah, another six months. And because I feel like I'm getting close, but Andrea from KU, she said, maybe I'm just too old. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, I'm only so tall. I'm only, you know, my legs are my legs, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Or fortunately. But But, yeah, either way, you did something that you didn't even believe you could do. Right. And I really gave it a shot. Mm -hmm. And and you're motivated to keep working towards it, whether you you may never, ever do it, but you work towards it. And it's something that brings you some joy and something that you enjoy doing and working towards. Yeah. And that is all that matters. It's right. kind of like the little kids that you say, um, actually, you know, uh, I just thought of, you know, Shane Ray. Shane Ray. He plays for Denver Broncos. Okay. Okay. He is a Miege graduate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. his mom, she even, she was like, nobody ever expected Shane to play in college, let alone right. be a starting linebacker for right. the Denver, Denver Broncos. She's like, but he wanted to play, and I was like, yes, do it. That's fine. He was the last one picked, super tall, that total long, lanky kid. Like, this is the story that I've heard from her. It's so great, though, because her son wanted to do something, and she never once said you can't do it. And then he ended up having this life and being so successful in this career that nobody would have ever guessed. Right. And it's just a matter of like, whatever you want to do, who cares what anybody says? Like it doesn't matter. Right. It's true. I mean, I will not ever, like I said, October 3rd and beyond, I will never, when I'm 60, never look back and go, man, I think I could have dunked if I would have tried. Not a question. I did. Yeah. go, man, I gave it a shot. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's been a lot of, it's so, again, with the corniness, but it's, it really has been the journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, because early on, the whole motivation was, man, it'll be feel great to get $1,000 and that feeling to dunk will be amazing. But I got to think those feelings won't, certainly the 1000 bucks wouldn't have lasted as long as this feeling I yes. have about, you know, a, I don't want to call it, it's too much to say a lifestyle for me. But it's getting to be that. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I feel uh-huh. I'm finally that guy where I'm like, man, I haven't worked out for two days and I'm feeling it. Yes. And I need it. And, like, if something weird happens here, I have a bad show or something, I really now have switched over to, you know what? I'm going to go swing the kettlebell around for 15, 20 minutes, uh-huh. and that will help relieve stress. And it's making you live longer. Yeah. 
No, like you have and kids, a wife, yes. all that. It's making you live. And just to say, like you're technically like you're a public figure in people's eyes, right. and who knows right. whose life you're impacting just by you showing up to work every single day. You're right. able to do that one day longer just by choosing that versus right. going out and drinking as soon as you get off work, which is what a lot of people do from nine to five because yes. it's easy. That's what they can do. And I think it's good for my kids to see. Yes, 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 yes. Lead yes. by example type yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. You know. Um, and Amber, that just yes. comes right back around too with like when people come to me to train, it's oh, for yeah. an aesthetic look. But the uh, what I love so much about my job is like what you just talked about is it's a lifestyle and it's something that you can't tell them enough right. about. They just have to experience with the way that they change. One more question about okay. meditation. Yeah, let's hear it. How much um, meditation, and maybe this doesn't apply necessarily to what you do, but when I think about meditation and I also think about um, visualizing dunking a basketball, right? Are those two things that go together? And do you do that? And if so, do you feel benefit from it? Yes. And yes. Okay. And really? Yes. Times a thousand. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you have to believe it. Yeah. And the only way to do it is to literally like see it, write it down, manifest it. It's so crazy. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how like vision boards. Those are so big yeah, right now. I know. And they sound so cheesy and yes. you're just like, but what's crazy is if you have a vision board or let's just say a list. I remember a couple of years ago when I first got into the fitness world, was getting my training license. My goal, I had like 12 goals. I wrote them all down. Some of them I was just like, these are going to be way long shot. One of yeah. them was be... <laughs> be featured in Kansas City Fitness Magazine when that was going on. Okay. And I didn't get featured in that, but I was on the cover of a car action magazine. <laughs> really? Just a random thing. Something yeah. I'm like, I still am like, people are like, how did you do that? Um, God. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. So like, that's just a part of manifestation is yeah. like, if it's something that comes into your head, like it's there for a reason. I just started listening to this book that somebody recommended called Big Magic. Oh, interesting. And it's all about that. Big Magic. I mean, Big Magic. on some level, when you say, how'd you get on the cover of that magazine? It was you doing your thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you say God, which yeah. is a big, big idea. But yeah. to me, it's like, that's you writing down a goal and yes. taking steps towards that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big yes. Magic. Yeah. Let it's me see. Audio book, um, Creative Living Beyond Fear. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes. Interesting. Elizabeth, what else are you reading right now? What else are you into? I what else am are you listening doing, to I'm days? trying to finish up uh, Crushing It. Okay, yeah. Gary V. Yep. And um, The 10X Rule. 10X Rule. It's by Grant Cardone, C-A-R-D-O-N-E. The 10X Rule. Interesting. And the 10X Rule is really cool. It's From what I'm taking from it, it's basically taking accountability for everything. So that, like... Just this last chapter I was listening to, let's say you get into a fender bender, somebody rear-ends you. Yeah. Well, if you would have left five minutes earlier, mm. then maybe you wouldn't have been in that situation. It's just kind of accepting. It's taking accountability. It's accepting and taking responsibility for whatever happens, happens. And knowing like you always have some piece of that, whether you were in the right or wrong. Added to my wish list already. That's I like a good it. One. Big magic. I'm going to add that yeah, one Yeah, that one. Oh, man. Um, I'm really bad about not finishing books and I, starting well, another one. I know. But it's tough. I'm trying to force myself to, I have like two hours left of Gary Vee's book. I like to do a lot of listening whenever I'm juicing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it, that's the other thing. I yeah. Think, uh, we could do a whole nother hour on, uh, <laughs> just, you know, diet. Just, I mean, yeah. seriously, which is a whole thing as It well. is. There's so much stuff about your gut health. Like it, right? It and controls your mentality, it, yes. your mood. It's, your gut biome mm-hmm. is a big yes, deal. Yes, it's so big. I know, and it's just like... People uh, are changing their genetics based off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get really into some weird stuff where people are doing like um, fecal implants. Yes. And... I, you just took the words out of my Ooh, mouth. Yes. Did you I... hear about that? Yeah. I heard this on a podcast. It was like this ultra marathon runner girl. It, I think it was in another country, but she got really, really sick and she needed a transplant of something yeah. of some sort. And she was gaining all this weight, doing the exact same thing that she always did and was gaining weight. Her body was changing. Like it wasn't her body anymore. And it was from the transplant. She got no. the DNA from the other person. Messed yes. Up oh no. Yes. I mean, I guess I don't know why. I mean, uh, I just can't. It's incredible. It's I've incredible. Heard, yeah. People are doing it. I want to know who the first person to do it was. Like, right. Hey, yeah. Let's do. Let's try it. this. What y'all got yeah. this weekend? Oh man, I'm gonna try this new. Th- no. Yeah. But I mean, I yeah, I'm with you. The the diet thing is a whole been a whole. But just dropping booze has been big for me diet wise. I mean, yeah, I, it's just a small been, thing right there. Yeah, but it's Which, been my sacrifice. Good, and sure. it's okay to like still indulge and have that. Right. Like we're human. Like don't yeah. be I. But balance, balance, which is something I didn't have. Yeah, before. I um, I'm teaching to all my classes this month on balance with the intention of that. And the biggest thing is balance isn't constant. It's always changing. Oh, it's temporary. So therefore you create your own balance versus finding your balance. Interesting. See, and I've been doing um, the guys over at True Move um, that I've been working with that have been training me. We've been working a lot on balance on yeah. my ankles and that ankle mobility and stability. Yes. So it's not just like if I, if it weren't for them, I would have just gone to the gym and done a bunch of squats. Yeah. But there's so much more about ankle mobility. So I'll do a bunch of workout um, exercises just on one ankle or yeah. on one foot, single leg jumps. I'll do the um, the ropes standing on one leg to strengthen and, and yeah. balance is a big deal. Yeah. You know? um, Let's remind everybody one more time. What else you got going on? Anything else exciting? Like, uh, what else do you want people to know? What have we forgotten? This has been so great. I feel like I veered off too much into incense world. <laughs> the incense So world. you do it all. You do yeah. one-on-one stuff. You do group classes for the public. You do corporate yeah. gigs. You do public speaking. Yeah. I have a couple events coming up with City Gyms. So just be sure to okay. tune into my Instagram because that's where I will announce that. Let's uh, mention that one more time. Amber underscore read two E's A M B E R underscore R E E D one, two, three. Uh, Amber read fitness is a good way to find her via Google as well. And she has the website read dot fit. It's always great talking to you. You too. I'm so happy for you. Seriously. Your transformation's great. Well, and I am feeling a little pressure, you know, like, because I know, People, you know, you're following my journey and I'm starting to feel that because I want to do it and I want to be successful for the people that have supported me along the way. Yeah. And I also want to do it for the haters, meaning not haters like, hey, I got haters, but people are like, there's no way. Exactly. Would love to do it. Just remove the expectations because you're doing it for you. And just grind. Yeah. And the people are following you like we're because we like we love what you're doing. We don't care what the result's going to be. We just love seeing you change and like 
work towards something. So thank you. Forget and I, about them. <laughs> without a doubt, uh, you're an inspiration because I see you out there on uh, it and doing it to it. I'm, I'm telling you, very impressive you. and an awesome follow on Instagram. Amber Reed from Kansas City, yoga instructor and fitness nutrition specialist and just all around cool person. Thank you for joining us on this episode of BG Dunks 2018. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.